Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. On the back seat in the Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster's here too. Yeah. Clomp, clomp. Clomp in. It's 11 o'clock. Time for me to eat. Oh, goody. Okay, okay Fast Eddie. Fast Eddie. <laughs> He's breaking his fast. He is doing intermittent fasting right now. All right, Rocco. Now it's become a thing that oddly I want to know the answer to. Yeah. What are you eating to break your fast? Is it just another five-gallon bucket of yogurt? It pretty much is. I bring in, like on Monday, I drop my kid off. There's a co-op right there. I buy a big bucket of yogurt and some bananas, and that's like my breakfast for the week. Yogurt and bananas. It's not so bad. No, I liked it. I mean, I do Greek yogurt and bananas. Sometimes if I'm desperate for a little flavor, I'll put a little honey on top as well. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, guys. What do you want to talk about? Well, I'm waiting for Steve to kick in. <laughs> I got some stuff that I want to tell you about. We have a full mailbag that we'll get to a little bit later this hour. At 1130, we're going to be playing something. It's a throwback Tuesday where Rocco is going to push buttons. And Donna, don't go to this link. I've only seen a couple of these. Okay. But it's a, a soundboard of extinct or endangered sounds, technological mm. sounds. So Rocco will play a sound for us, and then we'll guess. Do we know what it is? Is it ringing the right bell? Okay. Oh, that, that'll be really fun. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, first, though, I came across this list of some crazy things that some actors have done in order to get in character. We've heard of the Daniel Day-Lewises who just go deeply method and yeah. really try to become the character. Right. A list of a few. Everybody remembers this one. Christian Bale in The Machinist. I've never seen this movie. But I know of this transformation because I've seen it referenced so many times. Christian Bale in The Machinist played a man named Trevor Resnick, whose insomnia gives him an emaciated appearance. To prepare for the role, Christian Bale lost a total of 62 (gasps) pounds. Dang. He says, I came up with this absolutely brilliant method of just smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey to lose weight. That's reportedly, not a good plan. It is not. Do- no doctor would sign off on that. Uh, reportedly, Bale was consuming a meager 200 calories a day. Damn. One-tenth of the recommended daily intake. That'll he do it. A- he weighed 120 pounds. Ick. Wow. What was the role? In The Machinist. Google the mach- it right now. Google, j- j- and I want to hear your response to his body. Christian Bale, The Machinist. I'm scared. Um, That's not good for you to do that. I know some of these actors who ping or yo yo in weight for these roles. You think, boy, that you're putting your body through. D- didn't we hear that Tom 
Hanks, oh, wow, uh, gave himself diabetes or something. Okay, no, no. You're seeing the picture? Oh, he looks like he's dying. I think that was sort of the look he was going for. Uh, Okay, that's what CG's for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put on a motion capture suit and continue to eat your donuts. That's, That's not okay. Here's what Jamie Foxx did in order to prepare for his role in Ray. He agreed to have... (laughs) Boy, actors are nuts. Jamie Foxx agreed to have his eyes glued shut underneath prosthetic eyelids while filming. No, that's not The idea came from Taylor Hackford, the director, who convinced the actor to undergo the physical challenge. Mm. The eyelid molds were modeled after Ray Charles' own eyelids. Wow. Fox got candid about just how difficult the experience was for him on set as production days could last for up to 14 hours. He said, imagine having your eyes glued shut for 14 hours a day. How Okay. Or you could just shut them. No, but I bet your eyes start to want to open, you know, and then yeah. you've got a whole thing. And wow. so if you just do that, then it's easier to keep it. I just wish there was an option that didn't involve glue. I had a friend who got into a car accident. And he got glass from the windshield in his eyes. Oh, jeez. And part of the recovery of that required his eyelids, as I recall, either being glued or sewn shut. They're open now, but still. It's crazy. Buckle up, everybody. Okay. Ashton Kutcher in the movie Steve Jobs. He uh, decided to go method. And wear turtlenecks? Do you remember? remember (laughs) It wasn't just wearing turtlenecks. Do you remember he tried to uh, model Steve Jobs' Diet. Steve Jobs had experimented. Rocco, this could be your next thing. He okay. was a fruititarian. Mm. Just ate fruit? Mainly of fruit, as well as a few choice nuts, seeds, and grains. Jobs would often focus on just one food at a time, such as apples or carrots. So Ashton Kutcher swapped out his regular diet for Odwala carrot juice, which Jobs was known to drink in large quantities. Kutcher said, so I started drinking carrot juice nonstop all day long. He drank so much of the orange stuff that, that he, he was turned diagnosed orange. with pancreatitis. Oh, wow. Which an is, inflammation yeah. of the pancreas. Well, what's interesting is, isn't that what Steve right. Jobs died of? Uh, well, he had pancreatic cancer. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is different. What, he had, he had died yes. from drinking right. carrot juice. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a juice. You mean, you're the juice guy, Steve. Of course I'm the juice guy. What do you, you want to know? How do you feel about this? Too much juice gave him the I pancreatitis. Too much of any one thing, right? Everything in moderation, I guess. Mm. Thank you for asking. Mine this morning was kale, a kale spinach blend, a banana, a full lemon, some ginger cubes. Okay, all right. And uh, and a protein powder, okay, a little cool. bit of peanut butter. All right, great. Yeah. Jared Leto in Morbius. He wanted to um, really get into the character. He's one of these guys. You know, he's super serious about the roles that he takes on. So, uh, he's portraying Dr. Michael Morbius in the movie, a man who transforms into Morbius, the living vampire. Since Michael Morbius uses crutches, Jared Leto decided to use crutches all throughout filming, even when he had to use the bathroom. Hmm. In an interview with Uproxx, director Daniel Espinosa revealed that Leto's choice delayed production so much that he eventually agreed to use a wheelchair to speed up his restroom breaks. All the actors believe in the processes, Mm. and you as director, you support whatever makes it as good as you can be. But don't you think they were thinking, okay, buddy, just put the crutches down and go pee, because we are, it's like hour 14 and we're ready to go home. Definitely. Instead of him like, excuse me one moment. 
I must the loo. <laughs> Crutch. Crutch. And you'd be like, okay, buddy, we're not all getting millions to make this movie. Could we speed this up here? We're all playing make-believe, aren't we? Right. It's the weird thing about it. it adults, acting. yeah, it is. When they have to go method... I prefer a non-method actor. That's just my choice. I know I've loved a lot of method actor performances, and those method actors would tell me why I'm wrong. I just feel like on a personal level, I would enjoy lunch a whole lot more with the non-method actor. <laughs> Rather than sitting with Abraham Lincoln, and you're like, all right, Daniel, I'm like, out. hey, you want me to grab you a Pepsi? What is a Pepsi? <laughs> I'll just take goat's milk. I'm stuck on okay. this one line. Four score. Where do I go from here? Okay, I don't think he was that old, Steve. <laughs> I don't think Lincoln was like, wasn't he like 40? <laughs> but look, it, people used to age quicker, like Norm. Norman Cheers was 30. He looked like he was in his 70s. <laughs> Abe Lincoln was probably, you know, in his early 40s, but carried himself, I bet, like a 100-year-old. None of what we just said was based on fact, we don't think. <laughs> we don't think. Uh, when we come back, oh, you know, I, okay. I, yeah, we're running out of time. Um, you know, I clang and bang. I was in Iron Paradise this morning. You know that. Oh, jeez. The top five exercises that we don't want to do in public. Donna, I want to ask you if the, I think that this is sort of a weird list, but I'll reveal the exercise movements to you and you tell me, would you do these in public or is this a private oh. situation only? Okay. Uh, and Abe Lincoln was my age when he died. Bye. Oh, so the voice was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071, where talk's fun. So true, Donna. Well said. Thanks, Steve. I practiced that during the break. Hope you liked it. Thank you. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Good question. Nope. Are you prouder of your work now or in your (laughs) early days? Because you've gotten a little more loosey-goosey and and flippy-flappy. Yeah. And I like that, but I'm not the barometer of professional broadcasting. Do you feel prouder of your work now mm, prouder or is a 10 years word. ago at Hee Haw Honky Tonk where you guys were giving out free bags of peanut shells? <laughs> Just the shells. BYOP. Yeah, um, bring your own peanuts. You know, that's, a, that's kind of a tough question to answer, but thank you for asking it. Bye. Thank you for dodging it. Alrighty, friends. The top five exercises. Donna's getting back into the gym uh, a couple weeks ago. How'd yep. it go last weekend? You were like, hey, I'm working out this weekend. How would you describe it? You would not believe it. Really? Like, how would you describe the atmosphere when you walked into the gym where you've paid the membership for the past four years? Mm-hmm. Like six. Uh, I would describe <laughs> it as very loosey-goosey. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. No, you got out. You you enjoyed the weather. Yeah, was terrible. Walking. You walked around and stuff. But you're anxious. That's the wrong word. I do you're, need to get back to the gym. You're to... looking to get back to the yeah, gym. Yeah, I'm going to clang and bang. Yes. Yes. Listen, I clanged and banged today. All right, great. I looked at the weights. I asked the manager, I said, any chance this weight's going to lift itself? He said, "Uh uh-uh. And then I got to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. What time are you waking up? Because. 
You know, I, I Your split Your participation stuff. in the show has been... Donna Valentine. A little... How dare you? No, it's fine. How dare you? No, it's, it's tough to squeeze it in. Here's what Lou and I determined. And then let's get into the top five exercises that we're embarrassed to do in public. I want to find out if Donna's embarrassed, if you, the listener, are embarrassed. I could tell you my number one, but okay. Okay. We've, we've realized uh, working out in the morning is the least invasive in terms of the rest, the morning or at the end of the night. Sure. But with all the kids and all that, I would really prefer to work out right in the middle of the afternoon, but that's also right when the children get home. And so it turns out that um, it's good for a marriage if you're not just thinking of what works best for you, the individual. (laughs) And I have learned that through a series of hmm, serious toned conversations Mm. with my betrothed. Oh, look at me bearing it all yet again. So I ran there this morning and did it. And you really got to be on your P's and Q's, though, because like, you got to go time? and hustle. Um, I left here. I did prep from home, and then I went to the gym, leaving here at 7.15, worked out 7.30 to 8.10. Wow. And then back in the car, and I'm unshowered. That's the problem, is now I'm unshowered, and I'm sitting in my own filth right now. Nice. No, it's not. Okay. And I'm in a small room with no ventilation. Wow, 7.30 to 8.10. All right. You know, that's all you need. 40 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah, no, Now, ideally, ideally, if there have been some days, and thank you for asking, when instead I'll just do it reverse, which is get up at 6 and then just go. Grab an energy drink, get to the gym, do that, and then you come home and you have a couple hours before work begins, before we're on air, stuff like that. That works, but then you got to get up at 6, and I have not been disciplined enough to do that. And I would like to be. Okay. A new survey found the top five exercises that we are too embarrassed to do in public. Donna, what's your number one? Pull-ups. They can't be done. <laughs> they just, I can't do one pull-up. I don't even, that didn't even make the list. That didn't make the top five. The number one um, it was crunches. Oh, who cares? <clears throat> I'll do them right now. No, do it. On video. I don't care. Crunches was the number one list uh, or exercise people were too embarrassed to do in public. There's really no reasoning behind this list. I I think maybe, I don't know, I feel like your neck's hunching forward. No one really does it with good form. It's an easy spot for the shirt to roll up. Oh, sure. I've experienced that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Number two on the list, same muscle group, sit-ups. Sit-ups are different. If you're not good at sit-ups... It is a whole, you could strain your neck, your back, your shoulder, because it is a full. I was going to say, there's also a lot of vocal (laughs) noise going on. It's like. Squats made the list as well. Squats are fine. I like squats. I like squats as well. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen, they if you want your, your legs to get bigger, you want your butt to get stronger, only it's squats, man. Squats do it. Donna's squatting right now. She's Thank doing you. a little something. Yeah, I was asking. A lot of people don't want to do push-ups. That came in at number four on the list. Embarrassed to do push-ups. They're bad. And then lunges. Lunges, you kind of look a little dumb, but whatever. I don't want to do burpees in front of other people. That's That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are certain machines at the gym that I'm just like, I can't. Like the you don't like adductor. the leg one. Yeah. The and hip that adductor one? and abductor. It's just leaves you so open and vulnerable. But and nobody's like, looking at you. You're facing the wall, you know? I know. It just feels like a lot. You know what else they have? They have a machine at the gym where I work out. It's called the Booty Builder. Oh, yeah? You ever heard of this? No. Never heard of it? You uh, you know when you lay down and you put weights on your, like right across your pelvis, just south of your belly button, right across your hips, I guess that would be, excuse me, not your pelvis, and then you, you hip thrust, so you lift your hips. Oh, that would be embarrassing. And, but they have a machine where you legit, I'm pretty sure there's a seat belt involved. I'm, I'm telling you. So you lay down on this thing, you click, clack, seat belt in, and then you do that, like the hip thrust movement that really squeezes the glutes in the back of your hamstrings and um it's apparently i mean it's a good enough idea i suppose that there was a company that made an entire machine called the booty builder Mm. i went to a gluteus max out class once and that is a squat situation you are never not in a squat or a lunge or a squat or a lunge for an hour sheesh Anything else on the list? No, no. It was uh, crunches, sit-ups, squats, push-ups, lunges. Those are the top five moves that people feel too embarrassed to do in public. Interesting. Thank you. Rocco, you could do some of those today with your intermittent fasting. Let's and really yeah, do it. I need to lose some weight. Yeah, I need to get fit. I really yeah. wish there was a gym in this building. That would be great. There used to be one right across the street. Oh, yeah, the snap. Yeah. yeah. yeah now it's a bodega. Down. Is it? Rocco's got yeah. a... Uh, Let's go get some tamales. <laughs> okay. Tamales. Rocco's got a membership to, to the Y. YMCA oh. of the North. Thank get you for it, your buddy. sponsorship. Yeah. Well, you go there. Get some... Do some work. I'll do it. Just uh, not crunches. Or pull-ups. Or sit-ups. <laughs> or or anything. Or yeah, exactly. Already, when we come back, you're really going to want to hear this. If you have a Gen Z or a millennial, they might not recognize a lot of these sounds, technological sounds that are going extinct. That coming up next. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve has a little game he wants to play with all of us. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I stumbled on this this morning. It's a website, and they call it the Museum of Endangered Sounds. Oh, cute. I looked at a couple, and then I was like, you know, wait, look away. And then what we can have Rocco do is pull up a sound, and then we can guess, can you identify the sound? And these are sounds that are going extinct. They're endangered. They're on their way out. But at a time, were very identifiable. This will be good if you're a boomer. This will be good if you're an Xer, <laughs> a millennial, Gen Zers. 
It's going to get rather difficult for you, possibly even some millennial ones, too. So, Rocco, sure. uh, the link is in there now. And maybe what it. you can do is pull one up yeah. at a time. And then, Donna, you and I will try to guess what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was just, when I went to the kitchen, I walked past um, our office manager's office, Mary S., Mary. and I heard the sound of an adding machine. I'm like, what? Wow. That still happens? So thank you, Mary. Listen, the Shives helps to balance the books. They do not balance themselves. Uh, she did it. It was amazing. Uh, let's play a sound. You guys ready? Sure. Ready. This okay. is Guess That Sound. Guess this that is a technological sound. sound. How about this? Oh, I think I know. Is that an old Xerox printer? Wait. Oh, it's a phone. It's a dial phone. No. It is a VCR rewinding. Ah, oh, beautiful. Really? Love that. Was that. that, that oh, that boy. That. All right, all right. Do you remember how you could do rewind or on a VCR? You could do rewind or you could do stop rewind, which was always so much faster. Right. But then you yes. were doing it blind. Or you could buy just a machine that only yes. did the rewinding because you didn't want to, you know, put extra work on your VCR. You yes. would burn it out. Uncle Craig and Aunt Joan had a rewinder. Every now and they then you'd have to clean a head. Yeah. Oh, a <laughs> yeah. card shuffler. Nice. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, I remember my grandparents had the card shuffler. All right, let's try another one. How about this? Uh, I don't know if that sounds good. This is a bad website. That's uh, CD skipping. Oh, gosh. Okay, yep, yep. All right, let's try. Steve might know Don't undercut the website two sounds (laughs) into it. Well, I didn't like either of the first two. We have 10 minutes to fill. You're right. How about this one? That's Zelda? No. It's kind of Russian. Russian? Oh. Contra? No. It's like a handheld game. Or it could be. Come on, Donna. I think this is our Game Boy. Simon. Nope, it is Tetris. Oh, Tetris, sure. Okay. okay, all right. This one takes me back to my grade school days. All right. Oh, that's a spelling check? A spell? Get close. A spelling? Spelling play? Oh, gosh. I was so jealous. My friend Speak had one of and spell. Speak and spell. Speak and spell. Yeah. There's right, a, right. I, I got an app for my phone that makes speak and spell noises. It's pretty oh, good. Fun. Uh, let's try this one. That's um, Pac-Man. Asteroids. Yeah. Oh, Pac-Man. that's Pac-Man? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chomping it up. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. chomp. Did you play Pac-Man much, Donna? Like, yes. Did you go to Loved. pizza parlors that had an arcade yes. near it? Yes, I was a big fan of Ms. Pac-Man. It was harder. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Hey, remember that Pac-Man documentary about that gamer guy nope. who looked like Jesus? You know, he had like the full beard and a lo- more like Jared Leto, I suppose. Long black hair, and he is a Pac-Man champion. But then there was another guy who was like, "No, his ways are bogus. He's not really the champion. I am the champion." I love the who way do you your think mind you works. Are? I am. It was that kind of intensity. Rocco, you oh, would love the King this documentary. Of Kong? The King of Kong. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a good documentary, Donna. You would really like it. Okay. Donkey Kong was my game. I do enjoy the Donkey Kong. Um, how about this? Nokia cell phone. Yes. Damn, that is the you're Nokia good. ring. Oh, my gosh. You're good at this. He's really good. I thought you would do better at this, Donna. I We're guessing. Think. 
If you're just tuning in, there's a website to put together what they're calling the Museum of Endangered Sounds. And I bet, I'm so curious, if anyone is listening to this with a Gen Zer right now, have they even gotten close to any of these? My guess is no. Let's do another one. Know. How about this? Come on, Donna. That's a film projector. Film projector. Yep. Okay. Nice. Donna, Thank guess you. who's back okay. in the game? All right, I'm back. Oh, and then the three, two, one right. countdown. Yes. yes. That's okay. fun. How about this? Loud. Uh, that's a camera. Yep. Yeah. Olympus camera. Do that one again. <laughs> and then the little thumb winding, winding the, little the thumb film thing. through was really interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought um, we were going to be listening to like MTV, dial up computers. You might, you never know. All right. Sure, all right. Come on. Name that sound. This one. That's a that's a computer I know this one situation. Be more specific. Uh, that is. Think mid nineties, early two thousands. People connecting. That is a like, AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, okay. And when you would hear one that sound on your computer, the the rush of dopamine that would course through your body. Oh, somebody's like contacting me. Someone had reached out to me. And then you would have a list of all of the people. You would have your AAIM uh, instant messenger window open on like the right side of your screen. And then you would see when people went from gray away to green active. And it was like, oh, they're back. They're at their computer now. Okay, interesting. Hey, do you want to meet at the (laughs) calf? Interesting. Give us another one, Rocco. This game is going super fun. Oh, here comes another one. This Donna might know this one. Sewing machine. Well, that's good, but no. That sounds like a sewing machine. It does, doesn't it? What if uh, it was like, good evening, I'm Dan Rather. These are tonight's stories. Oh, Newswire. Stories. Yeah, like a teletype. Yeah. Oh. Got it. Okay, all right. Okay. What did you think of my Rather impersonation? That's good. That was, was spot on. Good. Yeah. Um, how about... Okay, that's a little obscure. That's... Wait. That part's the giveaway. Okay, now wait a minute. We're trying to guess this. There's a guy blowing air on it. Okay, do it one more time. Okay. Huh. Can you give us a hint, Rocco? Um, he's blowing air on it to try to make it work better. A cassette player? Oh, cassette okay. Play tape? that one more time. Okay. okay. Is that somebody bringing out a Nintendo cartridge and blowing air <laughs> yes, into it? it is. is that right? Oh, that's yes. good. Really good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Donna, do you remember that with the Nintendo? Yes. If it wouldn't, you'd try reset, and then you could do power. Otherwise, you had to eject it. And then... And then <laughs> Donna played a lot of Nintendo. Yeah, you know me. She was really into Mike Tyson Punch Out. (laughs) (laughs) She never went past Bald Bull. Okay, give me another one. Okay, here's another one. Ooh, I like the sound at the end. Is this the start of a TV show? It's the start of something. Super hard. I want 80s. 
Um, this is a specific window, uh, soups computer operating system. Windows? Yeah, Windows 95. <laughs> Windows 95. And uh, I believe that was put together by hipster musician Brian Eno. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. oh interesting. Yeah, Wouldn't fun. that be cool for somebody to contact you if you were in the music industry? Yes. And say, hey, we're looking for this just a little stinger sound, a little opener that people will always associate that sound when they open blank. Yeah, that'd be a cool job. Windows ninety five, remember that? That like not really. That just opened doors. It might it might even oh, open yeah. windows for people. Here's Rock another go. one. We're sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed That's from just, the phone you are using. Sorry, I, please read the. I think we all Donna, know that one. Yeah, Donna, do you know that the majority of kids probably under the age of twenty have no idea <gasps> what that is? Yeah, Not you're right. Clue. Or the sound of like a busy signal. Right. Nobody. Yeah. There's. That doesn't exist anymore, a busy signal. Does right. it? It's so obvious to us. That's interesting. I mean, I remember when call waiting came out. It was like, what? I oh know, my right? My, my rich fifth grade friend has call waiting. Exactly. There's no more busy signals. You don't have to do an emergency breakthrough. Right. Oh, oh you did wow. that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. Okay, give us more. Um, how about this? That's a dial phone. Yes. Oh, like an old school rotary phone kind yeah. of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I did have a relative who had one, so we did use them. Oh, my god. Let's see if Steve knows That's this all one. we had. We never had a push-button phone. Mm. Really? All right, Steve. I don't think Don will get this. Maybe you will. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, it's time to feed her. Oh. Oh. It's a Is toy, this right? Like a Polly Pocket kind of a thing or something? Uh, it's a Japanese uh, virtual pet game. Oh, no. Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never got into that. I didn't either. Wow. Um, yeah. Let me look. How about this? Is that like, like the right sound? Noise. A sound machine? No. Yeah. It's it sounds like, like Donna. It's waterfalls. Maybe if you change the channel to channel seven. Oh, but you didn't have it's that static. channel. It's, yeah. it's, you know. Snow. TV no. snow. Yeah, snow. Oh, my gosh. Kids have no clue what, what that TV is. What TV snow is. Oh, they that's have no so clue. interesting. That's Not true. a clue. How about this one? Uh, uh, is that a receipt situation? Is that an adding machine it's, that you can uh, use at home? It's kind of like a receipt. I have no idea. It's a dot matrix printer. Oh, wow. Dot yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so great. Um, Did I do this one? I don't think it's a very good sound. Is that marbles? Dice? Did you hear the bell? Do that one more time. Guess the old sound. They could do better on this. That's... Right there. That was a cash register. Oh. It's funny because, you know, I look for sound effects a lot, you know, for the station and I get picky. I'm like, no, that doesn't, that's not saying cash register to me. I would have looked harder for a better sound on that. I'll give, think him, I'll give him a stern email. Endangered sounds find, though. Was this a, uh, a useful addition to our program today? I think We've we could do a sound. We could do a sound segment. It's yeah, fine. I like it. I like uh, it, but we need better. Well, well, listen, yeah. Rocco yeah. just said Maybe he's I could good build at finding a sound scene. effects. Maybe Rocco. I could uh, I could build like a ten second scene. You're like, oh yeah, that's a guy who walked into an office, yes. and there was an alligator in there, 
and the alligator was playing a snare drum. And I'd be yes. like, yes, Donna, you nailed it. I like that. <laughs> he's our sound effect guy. Yes. He can do it. He's good like that. He's Fast Eddie. He's DJ Rock Lobster. That's right. Clomp, all right, so All right, we'll uh, we'll stew on that. Maybe a little more of that fun. Way to go, everybody! If you played along, and to the Gen Zers out there, the more world sorry. used to have more sounds. <laughs> when we hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Return. Donna's got a little sports news, plus yeah. we dig into a nice filled up mailbag. Uh, that when we come back, Donna and Steve right here on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience. On my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. You know what? Oh, that hurts. Sorry. Sorry. Hello. All right. Hello. That's an old-timey sound effect. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Did you see this story about this um, University of Tennessee picture? I did not, and I like that you're bringing it. Thank you. So, I am Sporty Valentine, and I saw this story, and I thought, wow, that is amazing. So, there is a guy, his name is Ben Joyce, and he plays for the University of Tennessee, and he threw a pitch over the weekend that is the fastest pitch ever recorded in college baseball, and the second fastest in all of baseball. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Uh, I think I have a clip of it, correct? Yeah, I think we have the call here. Or here it the is. Info. And now Cole Foster. That one is at 104. We just got confirmation a second ago. 105.5. I actually didn't know until after. Like, Jerry Dickey was like, right before the last thing, he was like, hey, maybe try to throw in a little harder. So, I mean, I, that was crazy to think about afterwards. I was trying not to think about it during, but it's, it's pretty crazy to think about, for sure. So that was a hundred and five point five mile per hour pitch. Wow! And the pro pitcher uh, Arnoldus Chapman has the the record at a hundred and five point eight in all of baseball. Wow. That's amazing. Could you imagine standing in the batter's box and some dude is throwing a hard object at you and it's going to go a hundred and five miles per hour? No. I know you have a helmet on your head. But guess what? The rest of your body is exposed. Yeah. Oh. That is, this is, yeah, this is good. This kid's going to go it, places. It beans you in the rib cage. I don't want to do that. Or the thigh or the knee. Oh, my. Wow, that's, that's, I wonder who's going to, you know, dra- is that what you call it? Draft him? Who's going to? Yeah. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, do yeah. we know? Has he been drafted? He's Let not me. been drafted. It's weird how it works in baseball. It kind of is. You get drafted, then you can go to college and get drafted again. It's weird. Check out Listener Rewards in May. They're not weird at all. Okay, Steve. You can get tickets to see Diary of a Wimpy Kid at Children's Theater Company, plus gift cards to Pizza Luce, Dunn Brothers Coffee, or Ever Eve. Those prizes and more up for grabs brand new here in the month of May. 
Go download the app if you haven't already, MyTalk1071, or you can check all the goodies out at MyTalk1071.com. Okay. May we go to the mailbag? Okay. You ready? Okay. Mail talk. I first want to mention that Becca, one of our Canadian listeners, of which we have many. Hello, Becca. Hello, Daniel the Painter. She sides with me, Don, and says, I'm a huge Chris Angel dork, too. That's fine. She even attached a picture of when she met him after his show in Vegas way back in 2009. In the picture, Chris Angel was holding a cat. I don't know whose cat it is. <laughs> I don't know if she brought her cat or if he just had the cat. I have a question. Regarding the woman that I, he splits in half, Becca does confirm she has looked into it as well, and that woman was an amputee. Oh, she I only see. had the upper torso, and so I the see. bottom was prosthetics. Uh, Donna's got a question. Go, Donna. Uh, my question is, how old do you think Chris Angel is? I think Chris Angel is 48 years old. You are incorrect. Okay. Thanks. Donna, let me ask you a follow-up question, <laughs> okay. just for the sake of, you know, human conversation. How old is he? Uh, 54. Oh! Yeah. He's looking good. He cut his hair. Uh-huh. I looked into Chris Angel a little bit. Okay, Donna. Yeah, he was just at the draft, and I think he did a trick where he picked the first four draft picks or something like that. He just he can he can do it, man. He's good. Yeah, he's he got short hair now. Looks he's very handsome. He is. He's a handsome guy. I mean, I know he and he looks exactly like Chris Gaines, which means you think Garth Brooks is Chris Haynes Gaines? Excuse me, <laughs> is attractive too. I sent you side by side earlier. They look almost exactly alike. Yeah, they do. This email from B.L. Hans. Hi, B.L. Thanks, Steve and his mom, for recommending the game Kablab last week. Oh, cool. I got it for our grandkids. They were coming over for a sleepover last weekend, and everyone really enjoyed the game. Kablab. It's kind of like verbal categories, is how I might describe it. Oh, oh! Then I'll definitely like it. You for would. Sure. I okay. really think you would. I'm gonna get it. It's on my list. I literally have it on my list. Oh, Rocco! Oh, did you hear that? I yeah. guess we should make a Let's list. Make a list. <laughs> we still haven't followed up on the guy that called before Christmas that said we should play the game Quelf. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Can let's we block it? I no, I don't want to look it up. I keep trying to make Quelf happen. Oh, I'm it's kind of Amazon. like tarot cards. Oh, oh Quelf. Lord. Obey Quelf. the card. Quelf. It's Quelf it. Okay, explain the description of this game. I don't It want sounds to. like it's going to go in a bad direction. This party game causes random acts of silliness. Oh, okay. Okay, so maybe you will like it. That's it? Is that the, that's a terrible description. Yeah, I got it. A, it's a family card. No, I don't know. I don't know. How do you spell it? Just like it sounds. Quelf. Is that a, with a Q or a K? It's a Q. Quelf. Okay, it's an unpredictable party game that gives random a new name. Whether you're answering hilarious trivia, performing real, ridiculous stunts, or obeying silly rules, Quelf will inspire you to use your creativity, wit, and sense of humor in ways you've never imagined. Okay, As then you- it goes, wait. No. As you move around the board... One of eight quirky characters, crazy things start to happen. Your friends start talking strangely. Your mom's face is wrapped in toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Your dad is acting like Dracula. Oh. And you're reciting a poem about your armpits. 
For real? That brings it, that ties it back to hour one, right? <laughs> and it does. And an email that we got from Julie who said, LOL, this is the first time I ever agree 100% with Mr. Pruderson. No armpit hair on anyone. Janelle Monet was at the Met Gala last night looking lovely. Donna noticed that she had underarm hair. And then I went so far as to say, I think it could, we should all trim that armpit hair situation. I think at some point we're all going to be hairless. Okay. Hairless well, cats. I really do. No. no. We're all just Mr. Bigglesworth from Austin Powers? Yes. We're all just going to be like hairless creatures. Well, I trimmed my underarm hair live on the show last year, and I can't believe I didn't do it today. I was really in the mood to do it once we got to talking about it, especially with summer coming, Rocco swimsuit season. Yep, I got my lobster swim shirt. Oh, yeah. I got nice. Bradley Trainer in here. He's a much handsomer and fitter guy than yeah. me. Ask he Bradley said he's if he also his into him. Uh, he's also into swim shirts. They want to know if you trim your armpit hair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Okay, thank right. you. But right. I don't shave it. You don't want to shave it. Don't no, no, shave. no, no. Trim. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Great. Well, with that, friends, we <laughs> we did our part. And by that, I mean we stayed on the microphone for three hours. Yeah, too. we did. And we're sorry. But you have to have a best show and a worst show each week. That's, That's just true. just how things work. That's right. We think this might have been the best. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, goodbye. We'll see you Bye. tomorrow. <laughs>